Welcome to episode 31 of the Yuri Brito podcast. I am your host in this quarantine season. One of the joys of this season has been the enormous privilege of just spending time with the children and seeing their habits around the house. And since I have an office at home, it's been even easier for me to see the playing out of their day uh, week after week. And so anyway, I have with me here on this episode my lovely daughter, my only daughter, the oldest child in this home, Abigail Brito. Abigail, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Abigail, uh, one of the things that I've seen you do before the quarantine, and certainly during the quarantine, it hasn't stopped at all, is you read a lot. You read quite a bit. Why is reading something that you enjoy doing so much? In other words, why is it something so natural to you? Well, reading has always come naturally to me. I love getting absorbed in a book's adventure and getting carried away with wherever the author wants me to go. Well, let me say to you right now that that was not natural to me when I was your age. So I'm very glad you surpassed your father in uh, in that regard. I, I see reading a lot of books, a lot of different topics and uh, titles. Do you remember uh, perhaps a title of a book that really sort of stretched your imagination? And uh, is there a reason why that particular book was so interesting to you? Actually, yes. I really liked the Green Ember series because one, S.D. Smith, the yeah. author, is a good Christian author, and two, his books are full of cliffhangers and plot twists. For instance, in his books, there's a lot of treachery, like how Judas betrayed Jesus, but the characters in his books never give up or lose heart. They persevere until they have completed their goal of defeating the enemy. Huh, that's interesting. And is that something really common in his books? Yes, sir. Uh, how many books of his have you read? I am in the middle of reading his last book. Not every child likes to read. You must see that. Um, you may have a sibling or two who reading habits don't come as naturally as, as they do for you. But there are children who, who don't like to read much, have to be forced or put in a position where they have to read to accomplish an assignment. Since you read so much, is there any advice you would give uh, children who don't like to read much, but really need to see the importance of reading. Yes, sir. I would advise that they give reading a try, even if they don't like it. Start by reading books that your parents have suggested to you. That's good. That's a very good thing to do. I would especially advise you to read books by good Christian authors like C.S. Lewis. If you've given it a try and still don't like it, that's okay, but keep reading good books. You might discover that you actually like it after a while. I would also suggest that you try different genres of books until you find one that you like. Different genres like what, for instance? Like comic books or adventure books or fiction or historical, stuff like that. Uh, your brother likes historical books a lot, doesn't he? Yes, sir. That's, that's cool. How do you read? That's a question we typically don't think much about. How do you read? Do you read... Uh, somewhere quietly, does noise bother you? As you can tell when you come to my office, I always have the headset on because um, apparently I have a lot of children who like to distract me quite a bit. What, what's your preferred place or environment uh, for reading? I prefer to read silently. Silence? How are you going to find silence in this house? Upstairs. Upstairs. In, in your room. Where no one's allowed to go. Where no one's allowed to go. Okay, so you like to read in the quiet like in a library style? Yes, sir. Okay. I do get distracted by noise. You do? Okay. So, yes, noise does bother me. 
so a coffee house with a lot of people coming in and out, that wouldn't be good for you? No, sir. What if it's a really simple book that doesn't demand much attention? Could you read a book like that in a, in a place where there's some noise? I think I could. You think you could? All right, we should give it a try sometime. I like to think that one of the things that I'm teaching you guys is that everything we do has to be for the glory of God. And so in relationship to reading, Abigail, do you learn to love God more because you read so much? I have actually noticed that all books imitate events in the Bible. There are patterns in books that you see in the story of the Bible, is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. The characters in books often face great challenges or feats that they have to overcome, and a common theme in books is good versus evil, and the good guys will always win, just like Jesus won the battle over Satan. The stories begin with a certain idea, and they present these two sides, good and evil, and in the end you're saying the good guys always win? Yes, sir. The good guys will not, of course, always win immediately, but in the end, after they've gone through several challenges, they will win. Oh, okay. So there are various parts to this entire war. It's not something that happens. Their triumph doesn't happen immediately. Yes, sir. Okay. So did they suffer a little bit through it? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's what makes it interesting, isn't it? Yes, sir. What kinds of books do you prefer to read? Uh, We talked about genres earlier. What do you like to read? People think that because you're a girl, you probably like to read princess books. Do you like no, princess? <laughs> no, you don't like to read princess books. No, sir. What do you I like to read? I actually prefer to read adventure books because adventure our... books. Yes, sir. Sound we... a lot like somebody I know in this house. Because they Your are mother. <laughs> yes, I like to read adventure books because they are most often most exciting genre of books. What is so exciting about the adventure books? Is it the the storyline, the triumph over difficult circumstances, what they have to overcome to come to the end of their journey, anything specifically? It's usually the storyline that I like a lot. Sometimes in books there are traitors that you would not expect and they like because the characters in books have known them a long time, so no one would suspect them, but in the end, oh, they're the traitors. Oh, that's so they're familiar. Yes. And that's why nobody expects them. Kind of like yes. you mentioned this about Judas earlier, right? He was in, a, in an inner circle. No one expected him to be the traitor except our Lord, right? Okay. And that's what makes it the story puzzling. Yes. And it kind of captivates your attention. Yes, sir. Uh, one final question, Abigail, before you go back to reading whatever you're reading today. <laughs> uh, what does reading teach you, reading, uh, teach you about life? You know, when I finish... My sermons every Sunday, which you love, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh-huh. You can be honest. There's only two people listening to this podcast. What does reading teach you about life? How should you then live since you read? What does it teach you about life in general? Most books teach me that our life is not perfect and it is full of challenges. But the Are you saying that this home is not perfect? Yes, sir. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> All right. What else? Um, but the reason good guys always win in books, which I mentioned earlier, uh-huh. is because they keep trying. When life proposes a challenge, you just have to keep going and trust God. So in theology, that's talking about uh, perseverance, right? You got to persevere. Yes, sir. You got to keep moving on, and sometimes there are great struggles that you face, but you got to keep standing up 
and resuming your walk, right? Yes, sir. And do these books teach you these things? Yes, sir. The, so when you read these books, do you relate to them because sometimes they feel like it's a summary of your life? I confess that that does not really happen often. Doesn't really happen often? No, does it take you to a um, strange world? Yes, sir. Can, here's a question. Can you see yourself in these stories sometimes? Like when you're reading about Lucy and Edmund in the Chronicles of Narnia, can you put yourself in their shoes as they're going through their journey? Yes, sir. Yeah? Okay. Abigail Brito, and this is her father, Yuri Brito. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this episode, and we will see you next time.